fragments for example I continuously deny space in my day for the creative side of me I'm sorry and even in saying sorry I know that I'm not actually sorry unless I do give space. I say that. <laughs> I say this to my daughter. It's like, don't use sorry as an excuse to just not have a conversation and not acknowledge what you just did. It's like the, the way in which it's done, like, oh, I'm sorry, and then, you know, can just do it again type of thing. I feel like that's how I have been treating the creative side of myself. Or the side of myself that really wants to be Helpful and have the things I do be a success. Maybe I should leave that last part out because that goes down a different, a different thread. Um, but anyway, there are, there are parts 
of me that I feel I deny throughout the day. And even, you know, how we go about our day, that creates fragments. How, how we've, how we think about experiences that have happened to us in the past, <clears throat> maybe in childhood. Those are deep, but just because they're deep doesn't mean they're not easy to get to. Those are, those are deep fragments. And when reintegrated, the, the ease which you're now empowered with to bring more of your full self into your day is, is just so encouraging. It feels really good to be more and more of ourselves. And when we're doing this work, when we're remembering and integrating That is so, that's, that's the foundation, if you will, but please don't picture that as, well, I guess you can picture it if you want to, but often when we think of foundation, we think of foundation for a building, that's fine. I'm imagining more of like a core, like of a planet, for example. So if you imagine you have this core and then you are this being which is f fully integrated in its um, synthesis of um, <laughs> You know, the, your flesh is reflective of the soil, your blood is reflective of the waters, your breath is reflective of the air, your, <laughs> your spirit is reflective of the, of the, <laughs> of spirit. Um, that you are this integrated being on which other life flourishes. So if we each do our, our thing for ourselves and then also practice feeling into where we are in the fabric, woven in with others, you know, we're not, we're not alone in our work. Maybe what I'm trying to get to is that we need each other. <laughs> it's really helpful if we're all, if we're all working on this. Um, 
it's more helpful <laughs> than than just a few. So if we each do it, then we'll get there faster, for sure. Um. <laughs> I'm imagining like threads in a magic carpet connecting like you need the threads to connect to create to create the magic carpet I don't know why exactly that image came to mind I love it I was thinking about magic carpets for some reason the other day I mean I could explain the reasons but that would be too long um yes but we need each other to each do this work and have compassion for ourselves and each other as we do this work, as we do this work of living, like this is the work of living. <laughs> um, you know, I can giggle at that, but the work of digging into your childhood and reframing and nourishing and reparenting that inner child that is deep deep stuff i mean i you could not have told me i don't know how many years ago it was now let's pretend it's 10. you could not have told me 10 years ago that how i would feel about my childhood now as opposed to then. And so I need to look at that. I need to carry that same type of reframing with me for whatever happened last week, whatever happened today, whatever happened a couple hours ago. Or, for example, last night I indulged in... Um, some nutty, sugary stuff, and apparently my body is no longer copacetic with nuts, um, or at least not as much as before. Perhaps it never was, and that's something I just need to let go of now. But sugar, sugar definitely is. <laughs> Keeping reminded that is so destructive to my body. Anyway. It's like I woke up this morning with the orange light of the sun shining through, telling me it's time to meditate. This is the perfect time to wake up. You've been wanting to wake up at this time. And I just rolled back in bed because I felt so awful because of what I'd eaten the night before. And I was about to just punish myself for the rest of the day, essentially not giving myself this, the time for meditation, um, just drilling into the to-do list that I have, which isn't necessarily punishment, but skipping my meditation is. Like, that's where I remind myself of who and what I am. That's where I let my imagination play. That's where I let, that's where I listen. 
And so once I felt good enough to get out of bed, luckily I didn't have anything going on this morning that was pressing. I did do enough of my regular thing to make it feel like I'm keeping, I'm honoring what I really need. Anchoring ourselves, reminding ourselves, remembering ourselves through practices is going to help us build that foundation on which we can remember integrate ourselves into more of our day. We bring in the feelings that we want to feel. And we follow those. <laughs> Even if we don't know exactly where they're going, we follow those. We bring the practice into our day of listening we lessen the amount of time that we numb ourselves to do a to-do list what if you could be listening at the same time that you're moving through the things that you need to get done and you're doing them in the way that they need to be done. I can't tell you how many times I look back now and think, oh, I should have listened to that intuition. I knew. Somewhere inside me, I knew. But I wasn't listening. I wasn't integrating. I was denying my own intuition. or the intuition of others sometimes. Although strangely enough, I'm a bit more inclined to listen to others' intuitions. But that's the work that I am personally doing, listening to myself. That's where my rumination comes from. If I had been listening to myself all along, how differently would my experience have been? How successful would I feel? (laughs) Because Well, I might have an amount of external success. I honestly don't feel it deeply inside because it doesn't. It's 
doesn't speak to what I want to do. <laughs> it's like hard to feel successful if you're doing things that you don't really want to do. And I don't mean like not doing the things that you know that you need to do, but doing like anchoring yourself to the feeling of that drive, that motivation. I want to record and get a message out <laughs> that I feel is important to me and I'm not sure that it's really coming out <laughs> sometimes it doesn't need to sometimes we just have to let things be nebulous Sometimes they have more powerful feelings when they are nebulous, honestly. That's part of the trouble with words, is words get overused, lose their meaning, they can get in the way, they can mean things to different people. You will be guided <laughs> by, by that inner space, that deeper divine being a material body thing. It feels trite to say, just be open and listen and let this more knowing part remind you, remember. But that's the way I can think of to say it today. And remember to give yourself compassion. You can meet each moment anew. If we depend on others to give us compassion, then we will always be seeking externally 
doesn't need to be compassion. It can be anything. If we're seeking for anything externally, we will always be seeking. But your work is to do this internal process, this deep within. And internal feels like the wrong word because you're connected to everything else as well, but hopefully by now you get the idea. You, this is the work that you do. And you help others along in that. I think that's what I'm finally getting. It's like, why can't others just be like this? It doesn't matter. I can be the one to be how I think should be. I can be guided. I can listen <laughs> to my inner wisdom. I can be responsible for myself. That word is very interesting now responsible, able to respond. If I think of how many moments I've been truly able to respond, what immediately comes up is that so much has been in reaction to the evidence of what I think I should be doing, what I've been, I mean, those are intertwined, what I've been told I should be doing <laughs> by, you know, certain process or whatever. Um, But being really able to respond means that one is anchored. One has a core. The anchor can be spinning out there in the universe just like the planet does. But it has this core and the anchor is the movement. Like you do not need to be you do not need to be still. You do not need to be the same. You can be moving through these patterns, these experiences, these the living. You are moving through time. You are moving through emotion. You are moving through experience. You're moving through action, like the things that we are called to do every day. Even not doing is doing something. It is not participating. It is having, it is still having an effect. So what effect do you choose to do? Like be listening and be guided and be responsive from a very um, 
Yes, the word deep, I want it, I wish it would mean like inner, but also into all of the outer space, like reaching all things deep. Knowing that this body where you physically operate from, that can be like your core the core of your of your intention, your activity, your stillness when you choose to have it. Everything moves in cycles, I guess is what I'm trying to say is yes, you can have stillness. <laughs> that doesn't mean that you can't also do be like in that space, be be in your um be in your groove while you're moving. Alright, I think I've <laughs> reached the reached that as much as I can. Try to feel it up with my mind tentacles to try to deliver it. to say thank you for listening but it, what it actually is is thank you for listening to yourself this is just a simple reminder said in a lot of words that might get in the way of the message but hopefully is one way to deliver it just an encouragement that every single moment And take space to remember or remember right as you're doing something. You can be listening always.